Hide, so we're rolling. Do you think you think the high energy thing is working or no? Yeah, I well, it definitely made it more fun. I you think it carries on throughout the whole podcast, or do you think we get lazy and tired during the middle? No, let's try it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other Demilios. I'm Mark. And I'm Heidi. Was that like high energy, scary, yeah. or just high energy? You scared me a little bit. I scared myself a okay. little bit, too. Let's get into myself. it. So we have a bunch of things going on, a bunch of topics, and in no particular order, we're just going to kind of freestyle. Let's um, go. Freelance, free form. Just, but you're looking for me to go. Now, Let's right? go. Yeah, so. So this is our pod, our podcast, mm-hmm. and but Dixie went on another podcast. Yes, the BFFs podcast. What's the acronym? They for call that, it lady? a pod. Oh, it's is just that a pod. the is that the cool thing to do? I don't know. You drop cast off of it. I don't know. I heard them say that the pod is that is that a new thing? Because cool. podcast is way too long. So, hmm. um, yeah, she was on the BFF pod. Dave Portnoy, and. Uh, his co-stars. I was there. So I will go for I it. I can give you firsthand information. Yeah, I'm a big Dave fan. Uh, I don't think he knows that I'm that I like that I like him, I think. And it's probably best that he doesn't think that I'm a fan. But we know Erica, who is the CEO of Barstool. And we were friends Love with her. her actually before all of this. And um, we're still really good friends with her. And I think, can I say I might be going on her podcast? Well, I'm going to say it. I'm going on her podcast for Father's Day. So fun. I love her. I miss her. She's awesome. So so what was the vibe when you went? What was it like? I know Dave was on Zoom, right? Yeah. I didn't, we didn't, I didn't actually see Dave um, because he wasn't up on screen from where my, my vantage point. What, What I love about Dixie is Dixie has the, she's truly gets nervous, gets anxiety. And what I wish is that she would be able to be more herself sometimes. But I think what was cool about the, that pod Mm -hmm. minus the cast, Mm -hmm. the pod is that she does, people don't realize how witty she is and how she's just got a great sense of humor. And I think it came out during the podcast and the thing where, where Josh, who I like Josh, I don't, I don't dislike any of these, any of these young men. I think they're all good young men. There you go. I'm on record. I like Josh. He was very polite, very nice to me. And we'll get into the, the, the little bit of a conflict that you guys have. But when he said that (laughs) Dixie just kind of does that, office look into the screen <laughs> and he said that yeah you know i go when i go to restaurants i go to the back door and dixie just kind of looked and at the camera to say like dude relax bro you're <laughs> you're popular but you're you know so you're not brad pitt she's funny is brad pitt still popular i don't want to date myself yeah cool well what i wanted to talk about the bff podcast is the girl on there i don't know if she goes by brie or brianna i think her name is brianna she doesn't say a whole lot on that show but i follow her outside of the show she is so funny lives in new york city always having a good time and she's just super 
super witty and quick wit and she is living her best life working at barstool and um living it up in new york city so i like her a lot and i feel like she doesn't get to shine on the podcast but i think she also picks her moments and she's really good i like her i think our family charlie especially dixie both you and i could all learn from those guys because they have a great way of not where we're where we tend to be very filtered i think you and i are filtered because we don't want to be the parents that cause drama that for the kids puts light on like we don't want to be the parents creating drama for our kids so we although we're in the limelight to an extent we definitely kind of tone it down and i love how dave is just himself and that goes for erica and everyone on their team just seems to be really comfortable in their own skin and not as concerned about getting canceled and when they do get canceled i love the fact that there or when there's an attempt to cancel them they come out as a family all strong all channels all people Mm -hmm. come out and protect each other and i I really love that about them and i think we could learn a little bit from them yeah i like that too so you want to talk about dixie and how she handled the whole situation yeah she is guarded because there is a lot that whether her voice and how she says something or if she says something or if her eyes do something, she gets crap for it. And so it's like she's trying to avoid that because I don't know if she's in a place right now to take it fully. So she used to be able to dish it out and take it. No big deal. It's been a little more difficult for her, but she'll get there. I know she'll get there. We haven't been in this very long. And so it's still new and it's still it still stings. So I thought she did great. I thought... Um, like, I could see her and Dave doing more together. You know, I don't even know what. She was, <laughs> She when she went on his uh, pizza review, she gave a whole number, which if you're, if you're, uh, f- follow the pizza reviews, you know, that's a rookie move. But, you know, you live and learn. And it's crazy because we've watched the pizza review for years. So she knows better. But she had a great time. And I think she could learn a lot from him and Erica about just be who you are unapologetically. And I think people do love that about her, that she is just like, I am what I am and take it or leave it. But I don't know. Sometimes the comments get the best of her. So she she tries to avoid certain things. I've said this before, but I think what happens is people, when you respond to the comments and you, and they, the public sees that you're vulnerable. They smell blood mm-hmm. and it, and it get, perpetuates and it snowballs and it gets, turns into a bigger thing. Whereas I wish she would just kind of say what's on her mind, be funny, not be disrespectful. They're both kids are not, it's not in them to think, get a big head and be disrespectful. Just say what's on their mind, joke around a little bit and keep it moving and not let the, the comments dominate and dictate their every move how do you handle it i i do i am guarded i don't i you know a lot of times the internet doesn't get sarcasm or wit and so it turns into a whole thing and i'm just trying to avoid complications for the girls so i just kind of i used to clap back a little more in the comment section but it's not worth it and 
I don't I don't read too much of anything anymore. I think everyone is so guarded you don't get to really know people anymore because they're, they're you don't get to know their true feelings aside from all the 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 big things just like you know there there's we think as words come out of my mouth mm-hmm. I'm always like grabbing them to try to put them back in my mouth because and, and, and it's not, and the thing is it's nothing bad no <laughs> it's just like I don't know. But you're always like... But I, I mean, I don't think we're the only ones. Like, if I said something to you, how we joke around, or the girls said something to us, or we said something to them, the way that we joke around when no one else is watching, it's hilarious. You put cameras on it, oh, their mom doesn't love them. Yeah. What? Will you go on record and say you love your kids I right now? absolutely love oh, my there children. You have it. So let's take period. this little piece and we'll put it out there i too love my kids so Good, for all of the should. people that might doubt that yeah yeah i think it's it is that for me i do not want to end up in a situation where like, i'm just mark just be quiet don't bring attention to yourself that is going to hurt your your kids or or i just i don't want to embarrass look whether it was i don't think parents should embarrass their kids no matter what let alone where the situation we're in I'm, i think but we did that did we've talked about that before mm-hmm. kind of like to embarrass them a little bit um but. but i i will say you know 2020 dixie when she was getting would get called out for something she would duet it she would comment on it and she'd be like all right i see you i got it it's funny but this is what i got back for you and 2021 dixie doesn't do that she says she's coming around yesterday was the um billboard awards and we've started to do, we talked about on our last episode, last, last pod mm-hmm. podcast. We'll call ours a podcast or are we call it? Well, I'm open. Okay. Let's it's call new, it. A po- I like podcast. I'm old school. Okay. So on our last podcast, we talked about just how we're getting thrown into these situations where people think we have a clear understanding of what we're doing. And <laughs> so yesterday Dixie's getting ready to, um, go, be on the billboard awards. And like, we don't understand while we were at her apartment while she was getting ready with Noah and there was makeup and, and the hair people were there. We're really not talking about what to expect. And then they get in a car and they go to the awards and we go home and we see that we had no idea where it was, the crowd that was going to be there. And all of a sudden we're like, Oh my God, she's got to get up and be a spokesperson in front of, it was probably, I would estimate. I think it was six or 700 people. A ton of people. And, and the one thing I'll say about Dixie is as much as we talk about how she has anxiety and social anxiety and she doubts herself sometimes, she is a kid that is always, when it is the time when it's go time, she steps up and always delivers, whether it was BMX, sports, plays, all that stuff. And I was not shocked at all yesterday, just in awe and so proud of her when she, when all of a sudden the cameras got on and tell her, tell everybody 
what she what Greg told oh. us. She said so. She's there and she's like seeing things happening, and she's like, "Wait a minute!" Literally about to go on, she's like, "Is this live?" They're <laughs> like, "Yes, it is live." She's like, "Oh wait, what?" <laughs> So she was nervous, but she knew she what she knew what she was gonna be saying, and she had practiced, and so she she killed it. But she looked beautiful. She sounded great. A big smile on her face. Tons tons of press breaks today, which was so cool to see in interviews and photos. It was like the backstage red carpet thing was the colors. It was beautiful. She looked, I was so proud of her. She, she did, she did really well and she looked amazing and she and Noah together looked amazing. His outfit was awesome. They did great. She presented AJR's performance. Shout out to them. So, cause I, I am a new fan of AJR. Yeah, really good. Love the song they performed and I'm going to dig into them, to their music a lot more. And just she and Noah went. So no Charlie, no Heidi, no Mark. Because of COVID, like it's not nor like normally we could all go and there's like you stay through the award show and you're in the audience and you do the whole thing, but none of that is happening because of um, the restrictions. It was actually a lot more fun for me to just watch it on TV and the oh. fact that it was live. I had friends from back east texting me and it it was really cool. And then she uh, she texted she actually FaceTimed us when she got back in the car after she left and she was so excited. So I think, um, I think she really enjoyed it. Well, one thing that I don't know if people would know this, but glam started at one They left her apartment building to head over to the billboard music awards at four fifteen, And she was back home by like five 30. Hmm. It's so because of COVID, like you're not staying like you go, you do the red carpet, you do your you're there in the time that they need you. And then you have to leave they, because they, the next people are coming. They politely so. escort you out. Yeah. And Say so thanks. getting ready took way longer than the event actually was. So it was. And then she kind of she went home and took a nap. <laughs> It's a, it's a, I mean, I imagine the adrenaline like it's draining. No, I could not. And I've done my share of public speaking, but I've never did it in front. Even when we did the MTV um, movie awards unscripted, it, we knew that if we really messed up because it was, there was a little, there was tape there where you could raise your hand and said, well, I mm -hmm. didn't like how that, mm -hmm. that happened, but I don't know that they would have done that for us anyway. I think they would have let us. Um, but she did say she had a lot of fun. It was so exciting. And it just feels like, Things are starting to happen. Like, they've never done these kind of things. I mean, it's been very few. So they did the Kids' Choice, we did MTV, and then this. So with all the stuff that didn't happen while everything was in lockdown, now it's starting to happen. And so it's exciting to um, be a part of that and be asked to present and, you know. And that was that. the first time she and Noah had done something on the red carpet yep. together. Yep. And they were photographed together. And, and his outfit was nice. Oh, he looked great. He had a holster. Remember? It was cool. That was it's actually a thing. And I saw someone else at the awards that had it. He looked very handsome. It was um a Louis Vuitton suit. Head to toe. Head to toe. And it had a nice it had it had a texture to it mm -hmm. in embossing, if you will. I believe it's a technical term on it. And um black t shirt with a holster, which is similar to almost like it's kind of like, like a, a vest, vest, but different. Yeah. yeah. Really, 
It was called a holster, but it didn't really look like a holster. But it was really cool. And he had little shoe boots. And if you look really close, there was a very subtle that Louis Vuitton check on the boots. So cool. Very subtle. You had to really look to see it, but it was there. It was do you cool. feel comfortable calling him Louis? Like, do you know him that no, well? No, no, no. I call him Louis. I call Vuitton. him Louis Vuitton because uh, I don't, more for, I'm more formal. Oh, there you go. So it comes on TV. Mark and I are home watching it live. It's a live thing. And as any mom would do, their kids on TV, I videotaped with my, videotaped. I videoed the TV screen with my phone. <laughs> you videotaped it, huh? <laughs> Yes, I had my camcorder. And uh, anyway, so I videoed it because it was just, I can't help myself. Like, I know we're going to get the video of it, but I want And my we phone did, yeah. On my phone. So that was fun. It was really cool. Shout out to Dixie for delivering. Like, she's, a, if you're going to have anxiety <laughs> There's the and you're going to have social anxiety, that's. She, you know what she said? I said, did the crowd, because the crowd was right like right or by her, I asked her, I said, did the crowd make you nervous? She said, mom, they were so nice. Uh, they were so nice to me. I was like, oh. <laughs> but we talk about that all the time. I think we get caught up in the comment section and the negativity, but then we've rarely had a bad public experience for the most part oh, no. when we're out there. Except for the man that yelled at Charlie and I. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll. No one gives a bleep. Yeah. I'm going to track old man down at some point. He was caught by the paparazzi doing that too. It was so funny. Yeah. What else happened this week? We, our family was featured in Modern Luxury Magazine. We did a photo shoot. We don't do a lot of photo shoots, all four of us. Because I'm, in this case, sometimes you say you're the the weak link, the the dad, and I'm not fishing for compliments, people, so I don't want to hear uh, that I'm fishing. I thought but you did great. out of the four of us, there's three pretty beautiful women, young ladies, and one dad. But you're also beautiful. You're oh, a beautiful thank you. man. Thank you. But it was really, it was really cool, and it was great to, to have those photos and... Um, what were your thoughts on it? So, first of all, it was fun. That day was fun. It was cold, so that was a little like, ugh. But it was a fun day. It was so nice to all be together and all doing the same thing together. Like, sometimes, like, if we're all four at Dixie's taping of the Dixie D'Amelio show, she's the only one doing it. Or if we go to a photo shoot. Social tourists, for example. For social tourists. The girls are doing it, and we're just watching, hanging out. This, we were all four in it. And I thought it was a really fun day. I thought the photos came out beautiful. And, you know, I'm hard on myself. Like, I felt like I just, I, I rather the smiling ones of me. Because I feel like I look so mad when I'm not smiling. And I'm not. It's just my face. Yeah, oh. when I, I have that too. I have that. Thing yeah. right between my eyebrows where I'm kind of but, and, and sometimes when the sun is shining in your your eyes you yeah, squint and yeah. then as you get old you get these little wrinkles yeah, between I your eyebrows and you look mad and um, I'm not I couldn't have been it, happier but it was fun and the you know it was just like a cool day it was a fun vibe and so to see it we were on the cover the four of us and to see that is 
Well, I saw, we saw it digitally. I'll tell you a f- funny story. We had only seen it digitally. We saw it, uh, the cover, the interview, and the photos that were inside. Charlie and I are walking to the gym the other day, and this man s- sprinting. He has two copies of the actual magazine. Did you know this? Yeah, you told me, but I still don't understand how. Does he just carry them around with no, him? No, they were driving by, and he saw us. His, he was like, my friend's driving. He was like, hurry up, because I don't want to get a ticket. They had pulled over on uh, the side of the road, and he was like, can you please? He had Sharpies, two copies, and he asked. He was like, this is so cool. It's so nice to meet you guys. He was so nice. He was out of breath. I don't know how far he ran, but um, that was a first for sure. And so I was like, where did you get these? I I hadn't even seen it like on a hard copy before. I was going to ask him for one, but he ran so far and hard. So I didn't want to take his magazine, but I was like, where'd you get it? He goes, Beverly Hills. I was like, "Uh, specifically. (laughs) So we got to go to Beverly Hills on a modern luxury magazine hunt. I want one. I want like a real copy. And they have different Yes. Yeah, so this one was LA. Uh, Los Angeles was the one that he had, I think, that we signed. But they have, I know there's Vegas. Yeah. Dallas, maybe. Uh, there was a bunch of them. Yeah, just other cities, I think, so we don't send people on a on What do a you think when get... people, because um, I think it was called, we were called the first family of TikTok. What is your reaction to that? I mean, I'm never going to disrespect tiktok because i think we're not in the situation we're in without tiktok so i have nothing but love for tiktok i think it's a little bit to say we're the first family is a little bit over the top i'm i think i'm too humble to embrace something that says we're the first family of of anything i I think it's kind of weird and i would never say that about myself us Us, yeah um but i think we're important we've been important to tiktok and they've obviously been very important to us Mm -hmm. so shout out shout out to tiktok but yeah it's funny how people label us like first family of tiktok or when in interviews when people say how does it feel to be the next kardashians i'm like okay that's what you guys are saying like we're not saying that there nobody's coming going to be the next Kardashians. They're their own thing. We're our, our own thing. And they've done what they've done. They've had longevity and tons of success and tons of businesses. And like, you know, obviously there's a lot to learn and we're still new to this, but I think like nobody's going to touch the Kardashians. They are just in their own league. I think. And we've always, we've been hesitant to put our, our name in the same sentences them because they are they have led the way and and it's it's flattering for us but when you start to say when you start to acknowledge that it's like well i think it's just like because they're a family and we're family like yes that's like (laughs) and it's like everybody's so different you know i don't know i i I never want people to think that we're saying those things because i would never say that like not out of disrespect just like out of respect. Out of respect. Like, no, they're doing their own thing. Like, we're never going to replicate that. Like, we're just going to do what we do for sure. Which family do you think we are more similar to? Fictional or non-fictional? <gasps> oh, great question. The Incredibles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would look that way in an Incredibles no, suit. <laughs> that would be fun, though. Uh, I think Cody would be Dash. Oh, 
And then, I like that. And then we'd have, we'd need two girls, but, you know, loosely based. You know what's funny about this, the photo shoot that we did? It's like, you do see people that we have done, we haven't done photo shoots really but you do see people that do shoots of their family for Christmas cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool that it was almost like make believe. Like it was, it was not having a stylist and having people dress you. And I don't do my, my hair normally like that. And just to have this whole thing put together and people, people had a lot to say that we looked like, um, what are some of the things that people said we looked like? A crime boss family, something yeah, along those yeah. lines. Like I'm the next. Uh, <laughs> well, we all had like fierce faces on. And we're so all like, like, yeah, like we look like we just put a hit out on somebody. Yeah, and that was, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was kind of funny. Do we have a behind the scenes of that day? There was so much goofiness going on. We were cold. We were trying. The door was like, you touch a button, the door opens and close. So we're touching buttons. We're trying to close the door. Open the door's going it had a mind of its own there's and then so we have a thing when we're on set i I don't know if we've talked about this on here before but like if you would go if your kids were in a game or at a let's say a dance competition or anything and they are walking up to do their thing or we're we're, you know you clap for them all right let's go charlie (laughs) let's go dixie we do that on set and it's been sort of a thing and it's all the like the glam squad and just everybody goes gets into it like even if like the sound guy is like coming up to do put the mics on we're like all right all right let's go let's go like we just cheer everybody on i don't know it's so like silly but it's kind of fun like to be hyped up <laughs> like, like to do very little but like we're just walking up to get into wherever we need to be to take the picture we're like all right come on everybody let's go and everybody joins in it's so funny uh i, I think it's funny i i don't know it breaks the monotony it's not lightens the mood i think and- people that are new like that are new that come to s- are new yeah, on set they're starts- like dude these people are nuts like, and we're just like clapping they're like really excited about doing this. They're, yeah. they're, they're overly. But then they catch, they like get into it. It's so funny. I love that. What else you have on Modern Luxury? Anything else? I think that was the first time people saw the four of us in that light. Like all styled together. Yeah. And it was a beautiful setting, beautiful clothes, like. Like even your hair was done. Like like you said, it was a little different than you would normally do, and all of that. I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I it got it got good response. So I I just think people were like, wait, okay, wait. I, I think a lot of people like disregard. Like who are these people? Yeah. I get that. Like I totally get that. But I think the picture were like, wait, who are these people? <laughs> like why are they on a cover of a magazine? Like almost like am I supposed to be paying attention to this? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. And I like to get dressed up and I I don't as much as I used to. Like I love old Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I love old Vegas where people wear tuxedos. So it was almost like a throwback to old Hollywood meets the Sopranos. That's kind of what the vibe (laughs) I got off of it. For sure. It was fun. It was a really fun day. I hope we can do more stuff with the four of us like that. Well, like we had a lot of fun. The kids were having a good time and like just the four of us together goofing on each other. I like that. Did we ever do a photo shoot for Christmas cards? So for Christmas cards, we would do the kids. 
Mm. Uh, in the pictures, not us. But there was one year, so funny. I'm trying to think. Charlie might have been six or seven. Dixie might have been around ten ish. Um, we were at your sister's house. It was. Uh, it might have been Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve. I don't remember. And we're sitting on her sofa. We kind of set it up like I forget. Like one of the kids was on an iPad. The other one had. A, uh, like a iPod. That's how long ago it was. And maybe like one of us were on their phone. And so we're like, oh, let's all get on an, a device and like totally looking at the device, not looking at the camera. And I guess your sister took the picture and we used that as our Christmas card. And right everyone here. could relate to that because. But at- back then, like there was kind of crickets. People <laughs> were like, what are they doing? And I remember we did our at. I, I, ha- I still have it. I got to look it up. But um. I have the card, but we did our, like our handles on social media. So did we so ever do white shirts, light jeans, no socks on the beach? Cause I know that's a big one for a lot of we families. did not personally do that. Um, do you think we should do that? Yeah. Why not? So, the last topic I wanted to talk about is I, I do believe that with our family's n- notoriety and, and all the things that come along with that, I do think we have an obligation to give back. And at times, the past two years, we've looked for charitable things that we've gotten involved in, whether it's the All In Challenge or Norwalk Hospital. But I, I, I think we do have an obligation. I don't think I know we have an obligation to give back and and share the spotlight that we have with other creators, businesses, people that are making a great impact on the world, anyone that's making a great social impact on the world. And we, we struggle with it because we can't be everything to everyone. We can't shout out everybody, but I do think we have that obligation and I really want to make sure that we stay consistent on shouting out other creators and, and bringing people and, and for free, not trying to get anything out of it, just totally looking at businesses. And you're, you are incredible at that, Heidi. You constantly, if anyone checks out Heidi's Instagram stories, stories, she's always shouting out someone. And if people send us stuff, if we like it, we, we repost it. And I think it's important. So that's it. I just think we should work hard. So one of the things we did today is in this theme of how do we help other people? And it's not just for this particular podcast. I think if, if, if someone sends us something and says, Hey, you should check out this creator for this reason, or someone says, Hey, this business, especially what's happened in with COVID over the last year, if there's things we could shed light on, I'm all, I'm all for it. Um, so I asked the question out to Twitter Hey, for our podcast recording today, Heidi and I will be discussing the importance of spotlighting other creators and small businesses. Who are some of the creators and small businesses that deserve the spotlight and why? Let us know. So we just had Allison on our team go through Twitter because we just did this a few hours ago and just look at, at, at at some things and post some things. But I love, I think it's almost like a talent search. Like I love finding creators and promoting them. And I'll, I'll say 
probably didn't need my promotion, but when I met Wanye, Angry Reactions, he originally started messing around, commenting and, and stuff on our post. And then we all followed him. And then we invited him to our house and he's become one of my good friends. And I think when he got to our house, he had, I don't know, like 7 million followers. And I think he was just up to 20. And by no means am I saying that we were um, involved in him gaining that notoriety, but it turned into a great friendship and a partnership. And he kind of looks at you like a mentor and, and like bounces things off of you, which is nice. And I love that. I'd much rather, instead of doing dance videos or, mm -hmm. or making myself the focal point of, of anything, I'd love those types of things where he and I talk about his career, his business, and all those things. So, so before I get into the ones that responded to your um, Twitter, I want to say... Okay, I'm on pressure washing TikTok. I can't get enough of it. There was this kid, I think he's 18 years old, started, um, he had a pressure washer and he started going around and doing it. He has a huge business. He's very good at what he does. Now he does full lawn care. He's not even 20 years old. Like the hustle that these kids have. So if you just go to TikTok and type in pressure washer, <laughs> Like, there's so many that come up. I, I, I can't say it enough. I just love the hustle. That stuff needs to be done. And I guarantee you, if somebody came to, to my house and was like, hey, you need your... Yes, I do. Like, I don't know. Where am I looking for that? Where Who do, who do you know? Are they good? Like, you could see these people's work. It's so good and impressive. So to all you pressure washers out there, I say thank you. Mm. We need you. I'm on um, pimple popping TikTok. Your TikTok is gross. <laughs> gross. And there is the the woman who is the actual pim Dr. pimple pimp popper, Doctor Pimple Popper. But then there's some other other smaller pimple popper creators I'd like to shout out. Oh, I don't have anybody yeah, we, right now, okay. but yeah, uh, next time I'll so, shout them out. Okay, so Chixiesen says CEO Live on TikTok uh, makes amazing jewelry, and I think she deserves some more recognition. And I looked her up; so good. So it's interesting her jewelry on tiktok it's ceo.live but if you go to her instagram and in her bio it has her jewelry it's a separate account it's dbl jewelry high quality personalized jewelry non-tarnished and waterproof and that's kind of her thing i love when people find their niche did i say that right so you can go in the in the ocean in the pool in the shower i know both of the kids just have necklaces and earrings on they never take off so that's like perfect doesn't turn your skin green they were actually featured on forbes they have 116k followers on instagram love their stuff super cool i definitely want to get some so it's and she's so cute she's like her grandmother's helped her help her she had gotten a really big order and helped her pack things up i mean they're all that. just like she has the support of her family and they're just kind of helping her grow her business so shout out ceo live so good so at hny Melio says, I don't have a specific business name, but I think small businesses who use some sort of their profit to go towards mental health charities, et cetera, um, smiley face. That's a cool one. So tweet back. And if you guys know of any small business that takes some of their profits and puts back into uh, mental health charities, love that. Yeah, we'll, because we'll it's not, not easy to have a small business. It's, it's, 
a lot of blood, sweat and tears and funds and all that. So to give back on top of that is pretty impressive. The next one is at Charles Fave says smooth eternity. It is a beauty cosmetic small company and I have it up here on Instagram. They have 14.9 K followers. It is beauty cosmetics and personal care. First of all, it looks, it's, it's just so fun. The whole, if you just look at the Instagram, like the whole page is super fun and colorful um, lip glosses and their packaging that they uh, ship things out with are these like hot pink, um, what do they call it? Like foam packs or whatever. Uh, so go check them out. Very cool. Cool. Well, I think we should probably start doing it outside of our podcast, just on Twitter. I'm going to every week ask for, I'm going to retweet this every week and then pick someone every week that not only we could promote, but we can actually buy some of their goods and services. And I, I just think it's important for us and everybody to give back when they're in the position to give back. And not everyone is always in the position to do it, but we have the the voice and, and we should and we'll continue to do it. There's one more. Go ahead. Um, from another one from Chixison. Uh, at Amora Mexico Boutique on TikTok is a small business. They make beautiful pieces of clothing, including dresses, skirts, shirts, graduation scarves, etc. Them too. When you look at their Instagram, I'm they're on TikTok as well, but I'm just looking at Instagram. The colors are so beautiful, so bright, vibrant. Um, it, it's just like they're doing such a great job. They have 31.1K followers. Um, and I think they're based in Texas. Um, so go check them out. That's awesome. That's nice, Heidi. Thanks. I just love the creativity and, and the way people present it on, on these platforms is just so... I don't know. I just think it's cool. And, and a lot of these are young people that are just not going to wait for someone to come to them and say, hey, you want me to help you build a business? They're just doing it. It's so impressive. I love seeing it. So. And, and social media takes down so many barriers that when I started my clothing brand over 20 years ago, it was just you had to advertise in magazines and you you couldn't get to the end consumer you had to work through retailers and and you have a product you have an idea you post it and you can get right to your end consumer mm -hmm. and it's amazing i mean i remember the only thing that was like kind of close to maybe what things are like today but it was so hard to make that happen was when jay-z wore some of your clothing when you had your clothing brand a while back and that was huge yeah, but you still... There was no tags. No, like people had to guess where, oh, what is that? And then you, and then there there wasn't even a way to present it. So mm -hmm. we had the video that we got, it was online somewhere, but we couldn't repost to put it. it. <laughs> it was, we put it on our website. Then people had to go to, to your website mm -hmm. and find it. It wasn't like, oh, let's just tweet it out there and you'll get, yeah. and, it, and it, it could, there was no opportunity for something to go viral back then. Yeah. I feel like people don't realize the power they have, even if their following is 400. I know I'm always looking at new 
things and I will purchase or, you know, whether it's even sometimes it's just like tips uh, or like organization stuff. I look at that stuff and I use it to help me in my life or to buy a new product that I had never heard about. So if everybody like helped to share, there's enough room at the table for everybody. You know, no one's going to do it like you. So if you do you, you might just be a consumer, but you like this business you saw. And if you shout them out, what that means to them, it's it's huge. And, and, and it could mean the difference between, you know, them making it another month to, to keep pushing. So I think everyone's voice is more important than they think it is. I agree. And they also have specific influence although they might they have a certain air a certain geographical mm-hmm. area they might have more influence in so if they're based in texas and there's a texas restaurant even though they only have they may only have four thousand followers mm-hmm. it could be life changing yes. for that restaurant to get connected with someone who has a certain type of influence so. that's that's a huge point to talking about restaurants i mean the way the restaurant industry has been hit over COVID and quarantine and everything and the servers and just, it's devastating. So if you're going out and you're ordering food, are you getting food? Are you going out to dinner or lunch? Shout them out, put their name out there, remind people that, Hey, that business is there and, and you had a great experience and, you know, help them grow. Like, we all have a voice. Love it, Heidi. So good. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode of Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. So fun. Thank you for a great pod. Thank you for a great podcast. (laughs) Love casting with you. Till next week, if you want to find me on my socials at Heidi D'Amelio also, if you want to DM me any small businesses that I can help promote, please do so. I'm always checking. I don't always get through everything every day, but keep sending. I'll, I'll see it eventually. Oh, great. And you can find me and follow me at Mark D'Amelio. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Love you. Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.